0: to the action shooting show. Tonight I have Mark Rebke with me. It is uh, me as always, Ryan Dixon. And uh, tonight we're going to be talking about doing an after action report on a newer match that um, this is the first one they've run. And as far as I know, it's kind of the first one in that that part of the country. And that's the Badger Trek. And that's in Trekker. West, Wisconsin. Trekker. Yep. Badger Trekker in Wisconsin. So um Mark is now our South Canada correspondent, so uh, we we sent him out into the field. It's been a while since he did a run-and-gun. I know he's been shooting some USPSA and other stuff, but uh, first run-and-gun in a while, and uh, we're happy he was there. I was going to try to get some other people on. It didn't really pan out with time-wise, but Ohio and Kentucky sent a lot of people out there for what's probably a pretty—I mean, that's got to be 10 hours— So. All right, well, let's get let's kind of get into it. So um, match flavor. Do you want to kind of go over that, Mark?
1: Yeah, the match flavor was pretty much pure run and gun, like what we first got into, what we talk about all the time. How fast can you run? How fast can you shoot? Wasn't a lot of weird stuff. There wasn't a lot of like CrossFit, you know, games. There wasn't weird obstacle courses. There wasn't memory games. It was just do two gun and run so kind of back to the basics i'd say you know pure run and gun maybe
0: i i saw there's a water there's a swamp right there's some swampy area
1: kind of the whole half of their property is swamp but it's like there's stuff to walk on it's just really spongy it it wasn't wet but it was like a marsh kind of thing like the, when you're trying to run or jog or whatever, it took all the bounce out of your step. It was just like being on foam. It was really weird.
0: So probably, so probably makes you work a little bit harder.
1: Yeah. I mean, people that run, I mean, I'm mostly a walker, so, but other people, yes, definitely.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, any of that extra, that's kind of the fun and the challenge is, uh, you know, people can go run a seven mile minute mile on asphalt and it's like, that's, that's impressive. That's cool. And then try to do that in like overgrown CRP field or swamp or something like that. And your 7 minute mile quickly becomes a 10 and 12 and 13 minute mile because. It really takes a little bit more work. Alright, so standard running gun. Now, now to be fair, you say no obstacles and stuff, but at least the first running gun we ever did maps March match. Um he had some obstacles there. There's things you climbed over, you climbed under. There was a mud pit that was completely dried up by the time I went. Cause as always, I'm the last person out on the course. I'm the last person sent out or close to last. So, so there there's, that's not it's such a bad thing, but, right. um, sounds like pretty straightforward. I mean, their first one I would say as a match director, you probably don't want to throw too much complication into something. If it's your first one, just kind of get your feet wet and figure out the, the, the flow of a match. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, distance division, stuff like that. What, what all was there?
1: So there was a 5k and a 10k. I did the 5k uh, division wise. It was all just wide open. So there was one one uh, placing for 5k and one placing yeah. for 10K.
0: As you like to say, run what you run what you brung. Right. Which which is uh, for those maybe watching this and you're not real sure what run and gun is, um, which maybe we should explain that, but um you finish a distance of a course. So in this case, five 10k. Usually it's a little more than that. We're kind of it's always a rough measurement. You're, shoot, you're running from stage to stage shooting them, running, walking, hiking, whatever you do. You gotta carry all your guns, ammo, all of that from the beginning to end. No, no resupply, no restock. Um, the beauty of that is, is that gear is kind of self-selecting. So if you're used to USPSA, you're used to three gun, you know, and you got guys running, you think, well, how's the limited guy compared to the open guy? Well, in a running gun, where you're going through marshy stuff, you know, we just got done with Legion. There was a swamp there. Um, doing swims at Guardian. If you've got like a like a straight tuned, like open gun, Seymour on top, the full thing, you're probably gonna have a bad time. Like that the kind of environment that you get it in, your open guns are not not gonna run. Um, you wanna have a big heavy gun, you know, if your precision stuff. You got to lug it. If you got a 30 pound precision rifle, you've got to lug it through the match. So it kind of self-selects for gear that you want what's practical and to do well. But, um, you know, having all the extra stuff or, or a bunch of junk is, is kind of self-selecting because you don't want to carry it through the course or it's not going to work. So um, that that's pretty standard, but um, sounds like they kind of followed along with everyone else. Yep. All right, so you you wussed out and did the 5K. I get it.
1: Right. I didn't. Re- so I was on the wait list until the Saturday before. So I didn't even remember that I had signed up for it until they emailed me, and I was like, Oh crap. Uh, yeah, I'll do a 5K. Anyone can do a 5K. I'll just do the 5K.
0: So. And that is true. So next year we expect to report on the 10K. <laughs> right. So you you got it. All right. So gear you slash needed. Um, what'd you take? Is there anything? special that people maybe needed or should have brought, or maybe you should have brought?
1: So I just ran my 16-inch three-gun slash run-and-gun rifle with the Vortex 1-6 to on it, running just 55 grain ammo. Uh, No bipod. You could have maybe used a bipod on one stage, but didn't need it. And then just a regular Glock pistol with the dot. Um, And then I ran chest rig with two uh, 30-round mags. And a pistol mag, and then regular belt, two pistol mags, rifle mag, and then my camelback that I always do running guns with, which is about as small of a pack that you can still call a pack. It's just a camelback with one um, container in the back. So, pretty slick setup. It was uh, very hot when I was running, it was like 88. So, I was in shorts and a t shirt and tried to keep as much stuff you know, be as slick as I could. There's people that ran plate carriers and there was no weight division or anything like that. There's guys who wore helmets with GoPros on the entire time. And so there was, people were sweating. It was very hot. I think when I got back, I went and showered after I ran, I think it was 91 when some people were still running. So it was very warm to be wearing plate carriers and stuff, especially when you didn't need them. So I was trying yeah. to be as slick Net- as I could.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And honestly, like, that's the one thing about running gun, which I'll give it to if some people use this as training for shit hits the fan, Marshall, what you know, whatever. If you plan to fight in a plate carrier, like, you probably should know how you're going to go in a plate carrier. I kind of treat this as more of a game. Not that I don't, you know, prepare, or like try to kind of set myself up for that. But um, and I've run in plates when they have divisions and stuff like that. So it's, it's good to get that gear out. But I'm all for, it. you know. So it, some people it's just LARPing, you know what I mean? It's live action role play. They want to put their plates on. They want to go run around and do commando stuff. And you know what? That's uh, good for them. You know, that's fun. We all we all got our different things. So uh, I think even I think if it's you awesome. don't have
1: plates on, we're still pretty much LARPing. Yeah. Sense. Oh, absolutely. I got
0: to have a little and, bit of LARPing. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait to talk about the. Uh, we're going to have to record a Legion after action here when I can get Mike on. And they had a whole stage. I'll kind of give a teaser. They had a whole stage. You ran up <clears throat> and this guy, there's not really a stage brief. He said, OK, these are your special forces, you know, your uh, fifth group uh, teammates. Listen to what they do. Load your gun when they tell you to load it. Do what they tell you to do and you'll get through the stage. And you came up and they introduced themselves. Hey, I'm Seth. Hey, I'm Jay. I'm Hey, I'm Ryan. And then they started into like a little script. Yeah, we got a roadblock down the way. You've got a, we've kind of had, a, you know, this blocked off here. Some guys have been taking pot shots at us at 225 yards at 250 yards. I mean, this this whole thing. And then time started when a simulated uh, artillery went off. And they started yelling, get the gun loaded, get on target. They're out there. And, and it was a big, I mean, LARPing. They got a uh, fifth group guy next to you. Shooting next to you—I mean, it was a—I uh, mean, it's as live-action role-play as you you kind of get. So with with real-life heroes, so um, yeah, that's 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 a fun part of the match. If if you if someone takes themselves too serious and doesn't want to admit that, like, sorry, <laughs> it's sorry. fun. So, all right, so kind of standard gear—a uh, sling. Were you running standard, biathlon, anything like that?
1: So I brought both. I brought a two point adjustable and I brought a biathlon and I went back and forth and I decided for 5K, a two point adjustable would be fine. Uh, I didn't expect to be running much. And, it, you know, I figured keep it simple. So I just ran the two point.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That's generally what I run with shorter matches or or if I'm rucking like you, you're not going to be running much. But um I will say the biathlon sling and then like a real small uh, hydration pack that kind of buffers your back from the gun is about as comfortable as you can move around with a gun. So, all right, so let's get on. Uh, so 5K, how many stages did you have?
1: So there was six stages um, officially. There's really five shooting stages. We'll kind of get to that when we get to it. But Okay, six and then stages 10K.
0: 10k hot.
1: i want to say they had eight or nine maybe
0: oh, i don't deal. remember
1: they had a couple okay. more okay okay
0: so, yeah. so yeah so i guess you know you start or well let's go into what's the terrain so I mean, you, you mentioned know, there's kind of some soft spongy you know what's the course look like
1: so they their gun range is about 80 acres and you start up on a little hill and you run down the hill and that's kind of mostly wooded. So it's kind of mm. shaded there. And then you shoot in some bays and then go out in the marsh and then come back through some woods. And so very little elevation change, just like two hills and they weren't bad. They're, you know, say like 20, 40, 60. You know, it's hard to tell how big a hill is, but very small, like smaller than what I have in my neighborhood, So, so pretty small.
0: Okay. And is this just like you're looping out and around and hitting different bay? I mean, is it the same course over and over? Because eighty, yep. you said 80 acres kind of sounds like a lot, but you throw a couple bays in there and, you know, yeah. it's, it's probably not.
1: <laughs> so the the we pretty much ran the perimeter of the property. The 5K was two laps and then the 10K was three laps. And then the 10K had a little kind of bump out on it. So they got a little extra to get that extra distance in in three laps as opposed to just two.
0: Okay, so. and that's great. See, it's, I think people think you need a, like a huge, cause we get spoiled, you know, we used to have Rock Castle and you got Dead Zero and you got Lucas and you've got like, you know, uh, DeWitt down there has got a lot of land and, and uh, South or North Carolina and uh, Sawmill and like, there's these places with like big open areas that you can do a lot, but it sounds like they did a lot with just a little, which is, which is encouraging. So maybe more people can have these matches if they see how the, how that format works.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, I, I, so wish I, running... I wish I would have went where they, they had some shooting stuff on the 10 K that you didn't get to see from the five K and I wish I would have walked over there and checked out how they had that area, but they, they're kind of like a traditional where you think of a gun range where everything's all in one area and they just happen to have that woodland where they could run out through and so it gave you a place to run and then you'd shoot and go back out shoot you know that kind of a thing so like you said very accessible if you're thinking hey we've got a little range we'd like to try this
0: Uh, and in my range with the sprinters and stuff we've got woods and i've thought about it but you've You've got to cross the road to get there, and while it's not a very active road, I'm kind of leery about sending people across the road when they're racing, and you know every adult should know to look both ways, but someone's gonna get amped up and get run over by a tractor. so i haven't uh, I haven't done it yet. We've got some more land on our property side, so maybe maybe I'll start working that in next year. All right, so first stage, what do you what's it what's it look like? Uh,
1: first stage was rifle and pistol. It was a small bay, only 10, 15 yards, and they had those plastic um, – what do you call those targets you can just shoot over and over again? They had, like, the – Throoms? Yeah. The
0: green throoms? Yeah, I love them. But
1: they weren't – they were, like, the beer bottle ones, though, and, like, the bowling pin. Oh,
0: okay. Oh, so, gosh, gotcha. I don't okay, know if they're so made by kind of, Maybe like, not. So just some kind of self-healing right. rubber.
1: So they had that at, again, like 10, 15 yards, and then they had a chest plate, and the stage was shoot one of the pieces of plastic hanging there with your rifle, set that down, and then they had a 20-kilogram um, medicine, or not medicine ball, um, kettle ball. And kettle you had to throw bell. that. Yep, kettle bell. So you threw that over just two barrels, just something to, you know, your standard uh, 55-gallon drums. Threw that over, then went around the barrels, shot one time with your pistol on the chest plate. Set your pistol down, throw the weight back over, come back over rifle, weight back and forth. I think it was five each. I want to say five. Sounds
0: each. like sounds like CrossFit.
1: It did. It it was a little CrossFitty, but uh, it wasn't bad, especially because you started the day with that. Like you weren't zapped when you got there, so you had plenty of energy for that. Um, And so, you know, I was a little worried about it, but it wasn't bad at all. And so, yeah, it was, I think it was just five. Maybe it was 10 each. I don't think it, it couldn't have been 10 each. Maybe. I don't remember now.
0: 10 pounds?
1: No, no, 10 shots each. It was definitely, it was definitely 20 kilograms. I looked at it afterwards. So 45 pounds or 44 pounds. That's,
0: That's 40. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. Uh, that went well. I think I got like fifth on that one. So
0: not okay. bad. I, I like stages with like, so, and we, and Mike Mark's talked about it. I don't, I don't want these huge weights. I don't want this huge, like, it's got to be accessible to everybody. But I do like things like that in a stage like, if you're going to walk the whole course and you're never going to get your heart rate up, I kind of want to get your heart rate up at a stage. You know, everyone's got their speed. I get it. You know, I'm not saying everyone needs to sprint the whole thing. Like some of the faster people, but but part of running gun is seeing how you shoot when you're gassed. And if you just walk there and then you start shooting, you might as well to go to a USPSA or a three gun match. So having you move some weight, do a sled drag or you know something like that. Like that's a, I think that's a fun way to kind of challenge everybody. So it sounds yeah. like it was a pretty reasonable weight. I mean, for most people, forty five pounds is is, is a doable lift. I think
1: honestly, you know, thinking back on it now, it was right on the limit, you know, not for me or you, but there was some, um, I think there's a short female and then there's at least one kid where it was like up to their chest to get it over, you know, where oh, so I'm maybe the of, height,
0: maybe the height, but was the barrels were still low. I'm just, well, that's
1: the thing. Yeah. It was, it was right at the limit. Cause I've seen, you know, more CrossFit stages where it's up over something, and, you know, and then they've got to go under, you know, like where you really make people work. And so I think this was right, the right kind of balance.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Someone was telling me about that yesterday. They have like a 200 pound sandbag in the men's division, 200 pound sandbag that you have to throw over a, you know, eye height bar and then go under. And then the, the women's division, it's like 120 or something like that. And I mean, I do a fair amount of lifting and I'm sure I could do it's the 200. And But like that's that's you know 200 pounds is more than i weigh
1: right you know, but then you know like we don't have any restrictions and just about any run and gun where you say like you you could have a handicap and you could still be expected to do this stuff but if you have a handicap 200 pounds is not going over yeah no like no i mean You're i like,
0: i would be working pretty hard and you know i mean i don't know how many times they have to do it but even i mean even right. lifting that's a lot you know i i mean i lift 3 well, I live five days a week really so that that's that'd be a lot of a lot of weight for me so right. i'm just saying no, I,
1: you I, would have to tell people like hey you yes, have to, you yeah. are going to list 200 pounds for it to be fair if you showed up to one of these and they said 200 pounds like
0: yeah you're already no, i I, I would not time. be a, i would not be a fan of someone doing 200 pounds i mean I, i'm try to hit that middle mark you know if someone's a beast it's gonna be easy for them, okay? That's they've earned it because they worked that. If you're a little bit smaller and you gotta work a little bit harder, sorry, you know, life life is hard. <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah, make it make it doable.
1: Right. So this goes back to I should have said this during match flavor. All the stages were blind. We the only thing we knew was round count. So um, that kind of goes back to match flavor. I haven't shot a, yeah. a match with completely blind stages in a long time. Usually know something. Um,
0: Yeah, I I love it. I mean, Legion is all blind stages. Guardian was all blind stages. I mean, um, it it's not an advantage for me, you know, and and three gun and that sort of thing. I'm I excel at making a stage plan and and executing it better than a lot of people because just from the practice of that. So doing things blind maybe is an advantage for me, but I I think that's a, a fun challenge. So. Yeah. All right. So you do, you do a little more running and you hit stage two. What What's going on there?
1: So stage two is out in the marsh. Now we're out of the bays and they had a drainage ditch there and you walked up and they gave you two shotgun shells. And you walked onto the stage and there's two shotguns sitting there and they said, pick a shotgun. And the choices were this double barrel coach gun and like a Mossberg 500 set up for like duck hunting. Yeah, you, know, you never even see a Mossberg 500 with a long barrel anymore. But yeah, so
0: so so it's the that's the coach gun, right? It's clear. It's not even a choice. Yeah. You know, come yeah. on, I'm
1: <laughs> un, I'm unforgiven. You know, I'm going to take the coach <laughs> yeah, gun. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, so they had you sit down on a chair, and they had like a pig, and maybe a I don't know what the skinny target was. They had like a skinny steel, and then like a silhouette of a pig across the drainage ditch and you had to stand up and yell like it's coming right for me or something and then blast both steel and that was the stage so there was nothing to it Um, and the reason for this is because now we're out in the marsh and they don't have berms or anything out there and so you can shoot burn shot into the ditch and it's not a big deal Um, so I did really well on that one I wish I could have gone faster I was mad when I saw that I got second because I was like I was half laughing and just kinda, you know, just taking two shots.
0: The three gunner uh, getting getting schooled by shotgun. Right. <laughs> so it was fun and it like I,
1: it was a good use of that space. It was a good way mm-hmm. to give you something to do while you're out there. So I like yeah. that. And they again, yeah, we not, didn't know that you were like gonna fun. shoot shotgun. One of the guys I talked to, he'd never shot a shotgun before. He was like, There you well, go. Yeah, you're gonna learn something today. Yeah,
0: so. yeah. Normally, I didn't do well at Guardian this year, but normally when they throw a shotgun in a stage, that's like the three gunner in me is like, okay, we can we can gain a couple points here because a lot because there's a lot of people that have they're like I've never shot a shotgun before. It's, mm-hmm. it's a key gun. I mean, it's a little antiquated for a lot of what we do nowadays, but like it's a it's a skill you should probably have yeah. and, and understand it.
1: Right. So that one was fun. I mean, simple stage. You know, nothing to it.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm glad you had to yell at it. That's like the old, uh, was that South Park? Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, a uh, little bit more running. Obviously, no obstacles or anything. And you, you head nope. into stage three.
1: Yep. So, stage three is in their 100 yard bay. Um, you climbed a ladder. So, on start, you climbed the ladder on time and up on top of a Conex container. And then on top of the conics container, there was two shooting positions they had kind of pre-set up for you. One was a stack of, like, ATV tires, not full-size truck tires, but, like, ATV tires. And then there was some sandbags. And you could choose where you shot from or how you shot. And they had two chest plates at 100. And um, what did you have to do? You just went back and forth, like, five times on each— you know, five times in each one. And I saw the tires and I thought it was going to be faster to get back up. Cause after that you had to shoot pistol. And I was like, I'm not going to lay all the way down if I've just got to shoot 10 times. And so I went and kneeled on the tires, but they were real wobbly. And I didn't realize, you know, I, once you're committed to it, your brain doesn't tell you yeah. like, Oh, you know, I mean,
0: you should realize, you should realize it. A tire is not a stable thing, but in the moment you're like, I can make that work.
1: <laughs> right. So, and there are chest plates at a hundred yards. So you're like, yeah, it's fine. Tim Cox, if we would have got him on, he said, as soon as he got on there and felt how wobbly was like, oh, and just jumped right down on his belly onto the sandbags and shot down there. So let's say five each, you know, back and forth. And then you slung a clear rifle and drew your pistol. And there was a bunch of steel down in front of the connex and you just worked your way around i think there's five or six pieces and you just had hit everyone twice and i maybe screwed up on this a little in that i didn't double tap them i worked my way around twice cuz i in my mind i was thinking sometimes when you shoot a piece of steel you know it turns weird or you shoot twice and they only call it once or you know it wobbles and so i thought let it let everything settle down and i'll just work my way around twice and so it went fine uh i end up like six on that one so it ended up being kind of my worst stage but uh overall it wasn't too bad it was kind of fun too i it chest plates at 100 are kind of like where you're right on the there, edge it's
0: of, a it's a it's a meatball target almost you know right. what i mean like if you got any yep. kind of rest it's a meatball yep. target
1: and so you get but- Kind of some speed going back and forth, and you, it's it's just a little fun, you know. So.
0: Oh, absolutely. So. And you know, I, as a RO, a competitor, uh, I, I really hate where people can double tap steal because you're right. The fast guys shoot it so fast that like, yeah, they're doubling most of them, but they missed that one, and you're pretty sure they missed it, and they keep going on, and then you didn't call hit, and then it kind of leads to, I've in my matches generally. I If I got, like like uh, yesterday, we had a stage where I had two pistol targets. It was one, two, one, two. You had to hit the other one before you went back because it's just too hard to, to call hits when guys can just... You know, you got a comp Glock or Staccato or something like that, and they can just rip off two shots so quick, it's hard to hear mm-hmm. the two distinct dings.
1: Right, and so, that's the other thing that'll happen. Not only will the RO miss a call, <clears throat> sometimes an RO will call a hit when you know you didn't get a hit. You know, if you go... Two, yeah. two You know, one two one two one miss. It'll be hit 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 hit, and you'll just yeah. They'll call you all the way through, and so you know it's kind of the nature of the game. It happens.
0: It, so. it is, but yeah, I mean, as a as a MD and RO, like I do try to prevent that. Sometimes it happens, or for MDs have to do it for for whatever reason, or they want to just see people rip rip shots real quick. I mean, there's a skill and a challenge and fun in that, so. So, but you're yeah, that's not a bad way if you're worried about someone calling it or like you said it moving weird. Maybe it's a little bit slower, but maybe not if if you get all your hits and nothing gets missed. Mhm. No. So, I guess the lesson there is if if you commit to a poor position with rifle, maybe you should not commit to it and as soon as you realize it's not going to work, move. Right. Or do you, I yeah. mean, do you think the rifle was uh, like you're six you know going sixth on that was it your rifle or was it your pistol that you think probably my, all both
1: Probably my rifle honestly because the other thing yeah. I did was I stayed on the very edge of it because you know instead of being in the middle I stayed where you had the most tire to support on so I could reverse kneel and mm. I wonder if I was centered more then I wouldn't have been on <clears> as wobbly so I could have even just yeah. fixed that much, mm. and that might have helped me.
0: Yeah, it's it's hard. You commit, and it's hard to – you don't want to waste a bunch of time by, like, trying five different positions to see what's more stable. And if you said it's a big target, sometimes you just have to roll with a bad position, and it's it's quicker, and then other times it's not. You know, that's the – I guess the fun, fun of the game. So that was uh, stage three. What was uh, stage four?
1: So you ran through the start finish now you're you've done one full lap and then stage four is where stage one was. They had that was all their pistol base. And so stage four was rifle and pistol. Um, You started rifle on a VTAC barricade and they had three positions marked and they had more of that plastic hanging garbage stuff at like 15 yards, 25 yards, something like that. Pretty close. And so it was outside the VTAC and then in the slant and then in the mailbox or mail slot. Uh, and you had to shoot three targets from each position. And so the you did that with the rifle, showed clear, slung your rifle, and then there were two 50 cal ammo cans filled with sand and then a, maybe a three-foot-tall plastic culvert, like a big plastic pipe. And you had to go through the pipe with your PV or with your ammo cans and then set them on a thing. And then there was a, uh, I guess you'd call it like a Bianchi barricade. If you, you know, it's just a wall where the edges of the shooting box yeah. are the width of the wall. And yeah. from there, there was maybe, I think, six pieces of steel that you shot with your pistol, six from one side and then six from the other side, something like that. It pretty, Think pretty low, maybe eight. It wasn't very many pieces of steel. Um, but something like that. So the rifle went really well for me. Uh, and then the ammo cans. I asked them beforehand, could you throw them through? Because they're really heavy, they're full of sand. And they're like, Oh, yeah, go for it. So I hucked these things through (laughs) because I'm way too tall to fit in this, and crawled through, pushed them out, and then. They didn't even go all the way through, actually. Now I think of it. they landed at the very end of it. It must have been 10, 12 feet long, at least. Maybe a little longer than that. If I couldn't have thrown it through, you know, like the length of my room, it might have been 15 feet of pipe you had to go through. Yeah. And you get them out and you had to set them in the spot. And by the time I got through and put them in the spot, I was zapped. Like I was, this took all my energy. And my sweat was just pouring down my face. And so I draw my pistol and I kind of screwed up here too. And this goes back to our gaming, you know, trying to game everything. In USPSA, one of the things you want to do is stay as far back from barricades as you can. And so I stayed way on the back edge because that way you can lean the farthest and see the most stuff without having to move too much. And so I thought you know, this makes sense. The problem was the stuff was so far over that you had to actually come and reach around. And so I'm, there's sweat in my eyes and I'm just like trying to blast around corners. I thought I shot the wall at one point, but they didn't stop me. (laughs) You know, like I'm seeing dot, but then the pistol is, you know, crooked with the wall and everything. And so I just, just, like, that couldn't have sucked worse. Like if I could do any stage over again, it's like, I got to redo that one. And turns out it sucked for everybody because yeah. I ended up getting sucked on that one. And so,
0: oh, wow.
1: so yeah, it worked out, but I'd still like to redo it, but yeah, I was yeah. just drenched in sweat and, and then you have to carry, you always have to carry back the weights.
0: Reset, and reset so, it. Yeah. Yeah. But, I've done the Chuck method, you know, sandbags and stuff. If you can get it halfway, if you can get it any way through are because that's hell on the knees. I mean, Right. I've actually, if it's smooth, like if it's actually a smooth pipe on the inside, I've actually used like sandbags or stuff like as like a sled almost. And so I don't well, have to put my knees down. You can kind of put it down and kind of push it along and keep so your, they, I did that on uh heartbreak this year.
1: So they're really picky about your rifle staying down range, even though you cleared your rifle, you cleared it.
0: Yeah. I wanted to ask about that. Cause this is the second stage you said has been cleared. Is it like drop magazine rack round out and they're checking yes. it? Yep. Okay. So that's you're not my slung. favorite way to do it on the clock, but <laughs> right. So you're as, as an RO or competitor. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So you're slung and now you're in a culvert, but your rifle is mm-hmm. trying to point behind you and they yelled at you for that. So you couldn't have even crawled through. You had to, after you threw stuff, you pointed your rifle forward and worked mm. your way through the pipe and then kind of got it out, so they were they were yeah, that, about that.
0: I mean, and there's range restrictions you got to deal with, and it's. I mean, it sounds like to me, like as a, I guess my MD gears turning that like it'd probably be better just to ground the rifle on a table. You know, yeah. they shoot it, it's still loaded, safe it, put it on a table, go do everything else. If you got to go back and reset the weights anyways, go go clear it out. Then you know if if, if like rifle down range. I don't really like clearing guns on the clock. You know, I like the drop magazine and shoot it empty because, man, it's so easy for a round to get stuck in there, maybe not extract. And the RO doesn't see it and the competitor doesn't see it. I mean, if I don't shoot much steel case, but I don't know if you guys have ever looked at, like, steel case when it's in a chamber. It, it's it's same. that dark casing and stuff. Like, if you don't happen right. to see the, the kind of shiny primer, like, it it looks pretty close to the black of a chamber
1: mm-hmm. yeah another so. weird thing not weird but just must have been the rules of their range is between stages you had to run on a hammer down rifle so you showed clear and then let the bolt go pulled the trigger and that's how you were supposed to run and then despite that Two people, I think, were DQ'd for showing up on stages with ammo in their guns. So I don't wow. know how that wow. happened. I didn't hear the details yeah. of that. But yeah, so it was kind of weird to run with a hammer down on the rifle, but it's fine. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause you can't have it on safe. Right. If your hammer's but, down. So.
1: But the same rules is that, you know, you still showed clear on every stage yeah. as you left and as you arrived. So
0: I know that. I think that's a US, isn't that a US PSA when they're doing like, PCCs and stuff that you I I shot a match and the ROs we had it wasn't really USPSA match it was a two-gun night match but we got a bunch of USPSA ROs apparently running our squad and that was like you had to go hammer down on everything and then you had to rack the bolt back and put a flag in it or or put it in a bag
1: yeah you It it was like hammer down and then you flag it you don't have to go all the way bolt back but you're you're definitely cocking But sometimes the gun, you
0: do put the flag. mine you have to you know if you got so it's just it's funny it's just like hammer down it's like okay now I've cocked the gun again and stuck a flag right. in it like you know it's not like pistol where you do hammer down and you just you stick it in there you're mm-hmm. literally opening up the action again I it, rules are you know is that's the safety rules I have to follow to shoot that's that's fine it's it's a little redundant but right So, okay, so that's stage four, and you said six of them, so kind of five and a half. So uh, I guess talk us through stage five.
1: So stage five was in the woods after the marsh. Uh, They had you go up this hill, this short little path, and they had some youth archery bows, and they had you pick a bow and an arrow, and they had like a 3D archery elk, and they had you shoot the elk, for a time bonus, I guess. Um, you know, it's take, a 3D... Take ar-
0: time off your runtime?
1: Yeah, so it's a 3D archery target. You can't really see the scoring zones on them. But they said if you hit the vital zone, that was like a minute off your time. And then if you hit the bigger zone, it was 30 seconds. And then no big deal if you didn't hit it at so, all.
0: So don't waste a bunch of time getting a good shot.
1: Because right. even so, if
0: you get a good shot and it takes you 30 seconds, you, you save you save 30 seconds.
1: Yeah, so this was a non-stage, in my opinion. I don't mean any offense to the match directors yeah. or anything, but it was there was no way that you could have made up. You couldn't have heard the description, picked out your bow, shot it, got your arrow in less than a minute that it took for you to, you know, you would have never gained your time back on it. Mm-hmm. And so I think they wanted to just have something for you to do. And yeah, they were restricted by range and everything. But, like, you know, the arrow I shot only had two um, fletchings on it. You know, it's like I <laughs> i hit am. it in what I consider the vital zones of an elk, as never hunted elk before in my life. But I was just outside of the circle. So I didn't get the oh, okay. bonus. But so yeah, a, so yeah,
0: I mean, it was something. And that's the kind of thing. Yeah, that's the kind of thing. And I don't know. Uh, I know Kevin. Uh, is it Kevin Iyer? Yeah, it was one of the MDs, and like I don't know any of their experience with like match directing, you know, whether they do a lot of other sports or if this is their first doing all of it. I mean, that's one of those things you you do something interesting, you try it, you know, maybe the bonus should have been a little bit higher, maybe maybe not. I mean, I I do get where they're coming from. If you got you want to give people their their money money's worth, and like archery is not a bad skill to have. Right. I I think it's fun when matches kind of stretch what it is. I mean, I shot a slingshot once in a match for for bonus points or whatever. Or so we throw like grenades.
1: That's... We've thrown grenades at matches.
0: Yeah, yeah. You try to throw them into something, or yeah, you, you know. I mean, uh, knife throwing or whatever. You know, there's, yeah. it's it's all just different things and.
1: Right. Yeah. So it's it is what it is. It was fine. I like. I'm sure there were better arrows and. Whatnot, but it, you, if you're sorting through all the arrows and trying to find, you're like, it was fine. It was,
0: it's like trying to find the straight pool cue in a, a bar. Right? Yeah. Just like, you're like looking at it, like, yeah, <laughs> no, <nope. laughs> that <laughs> arrow is nope. <laughs> yeah. So, so it was okay. Well, so at least you got close to your hit. So, yeah, I the uh, arrow.
1: A lot of people didn't even your, get their arrow.
0: <laughs> yeah, your your 4 H instructor would have been uh, proud of you. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know uh, Tiger had one at Zombie a couple years back, and like I'm okay with the bow, but like as soon as I picked it up, I completely forgot how to do anything with a bow and and missed a shot. And yeah,
1: did, I did, did not hit late. Tigers that year. Yeah, I did not hit. Yeah, that I one. think
0: I had the arrow in backwards, mate. Like I had it on the out. I it was a different bow than I've obviously shot before. And Mary mentioned something afterwards, so I, I did something wrong i just didn't notice like in the moment because you're you're still trying to rush it's a right ra- the whole thing's a race <laughs>
1: right yeah
0: so um, all right so that's stage five and then stage six your last stage of the match
1: so stage six was the long range stage it was rifle and pistol again you got into the back seat of a like a blazer that was parked perpendicular to the range and the back window was open and They had eight targets, maybe eight, either AC zone or full there. I think they're all AC zone, except for the last one was a full size IPSC target, Uh, three at hundred, three at 200, and then two at 300. And they let you get in the car and get in position. And on the start signal, you went left to right near to far. And then when you got to the last target, you hit that one twice and worked right to left, far to near. And then once you finish that, cleared your rifle for the RO again, and then drew your pistol. And to the left, there were, I think, just three steel targets. And you shot them two, two, four, two, two. So in or near to far, two hits, two hits, two hits. And then far to near, two hits, two hits, two hits. And so. Okay, that
0: makes sense. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, so pretty straightforward stage. Um, There was not a lot of wind. Um, I just used 55 grain ammo and didn't have any problem with that. Um, And then the pistol stuff was pretty close. Some people I know complained about the stage description that either they didn't understand it or it wasn't read. Clearly, I had no problem with any of the stage descriptions, but some people got confused on that. Um, I Again, as I explained it to you, near to far, left to right, and then it's – they read it – I don't know how you could have heard it better, but
0: – Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, that happens. <laughs> so that
1: one went <laughs> I've, well for I've me. been
0: confused. I've been confused my whole life, so <laughs> – Right. I
1: told one of the ROs on that one when I got up to it that I felt like I was going to throw up. And <laughs> so even though I was in that condition, I was still able to understand what was going on. And I, I ended up getting second on that one, too. So
0: Oh, nice. And, and right. see, I mean, since you're almost throwing up, you must have had one of the fastest run times of the match.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I was yeah, like 10th from the bottom. I think I was in the bottom quarter. So
0: okay, well, that, that's all time. right. I mean, yeah. and that's the balance. Run fast, yeah. shoot shitty, run slow, shoot really well. Right. Um, obviously, some people can do both, but right. that's not always the – that's the exception, not the norm. Right. I think it was Logan Dudley was at this match, right? Yeah. That that man can sprint like a gazelle and still shoot amazingly. So, I mean, he's yes. – and so I, he, I've talked to him. He's, he's put in a lot – I mean, he puts in a lot of work to – to right. do that both of those things, so
1: so he won every single stage on the ten k and he run won the one run, run, won the run time. So it is possible it's, to just
0: it is there all, there are everything. there are a handful of guys that that I mean, that move fast. and still, I mean, our co-host that's on here a lot, Mike Ford, I don't know that he, I mean for rucking division, he has some very fast fastest or pretty close to fastest times and can still be in the top, you know, top shooters. So it, right. it's, it's possible, but it's, you got to put in a lot of work, yeah. which I do not do. Sounds like at least with the running, running portion, Mark is not, not there yet.
1: I'm working on it though. I got my miles in today. Yeah. I, I got Absolutely. my miles in today. So
0: I'm working on it. That's it's that's all it takes. I mean, Listen, we, we do this show, we, we're serious enough about competitive shooting that we like to talk about it to a bunch of strangers on the internet, but <laughs> Mark's got a full-time job. He's got, you know, wife and two kids. I've got a full-time job. I've got a wife and three kids. Everyone's got their priorities. Some people have jobs and lives and things that they can fit in, like a full-time dry fire, and they can lift, and they can run, and they can get to the range, and like, That is awesome. I'm glad that they have that. Me, me, I don't have that. I've got like my prioritizing and it's like, you know, family and then like there's fitness there and then like shooting and dry fire or further down that list of of priorities. And then dry
1: fire to be clear. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, dry (laughs) fire is
0: like, and people are like, well, you don't have 15 minutes. Like, yeah, I guess, but like, but then I'm not, like talking to my kids or I'm not doing the dishes or I'm not, I mean, I'm not, I'm not someone, I don't watch, I don't really watch TV. Like I read a book before bed sometimes, but you, you will rarely catch me sitting down when I'm at home. Yeah. So yeah, it's just, it's all about priorities. And I mean, I, kudos to you. Cause I know we talk a lot online. You've been, you've been trying to put in the miles. You've been hitting the zone two training and seeing, seeing results. And that's that's what it takes. You know, we got a uh, zombie coming up. I know you're trying to you and your wife are trying to crush that Jack and Jill. I think you right. guys got a good, good chance. So <clears throat> it's all just being better than you were yesterday. That's
1: right.
0: So overall, um, how would you how would you place? So I got right, see so if you're. If you got, got a slow runtime, time, yeah, that doesn't so, help
1: right so i got second in the shooting out of 41 or 42 and then when you add in my run time i think i finished ninth out of 41 or 42 so
0: that's a that's a solid solid finish i mean And, and that's a good example of that 50 50 you know you shoot really really well maybe you're a little slow but that that brings it up if i mean ideally you want we said you want to do both but if if you're if you know you're slow but you're a good shooter you would probably be foolish to push your runtime really hard and shoot really bad because i've done that in the past and (laughs) if you're a slow runner if you're just not you just don't have that speed that other people do you're really really hard running is probably still like a mid-pack finish you know you're not gonna beat that fast guy and you shoot bad (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: so yeah you gotta lean on your strengths right i can think of matches where I did try and push myself right up to the every stage. <clears throat> and when you're so tired, you're not, you know, like we we're talking about, you're not hearing the stage <clears throat> description properly. You're not, you know, relaxed, ready to squeeze the trigger. You're just like you know, going through the motions and you need to be on like it's a USPSA stage, like you just walked up to it and you're you've been doing nothing but standing around ready to shoot this. If you want to yeah. be successful there
0: yeah, cause uh, I mean, if I'm a little slow on every shot, and there's you know half a second and there's twenty shots in the stage, I mean, that's a lot of time when you when you add it up. I mean, some of these matches nowadays, the we've talked about before the shooting has really just continues to rise. I mean, the fitness part does. but like there were some fast guys early on in running gun, and they didn't shoot all that well. And now a lot of those guys can shoot really, really well. And and I don't remember, like, Logan's a good example. I don't remember what Logan shot before. I don't think he was ever, like, a bottom of the, you know, pack shooter. But I know he wasn't, you know, a couple of years ago, he wasn't winning every stage in a match in a shooting. And yet now he's the fastest runner, as he was then, and he's winning every stage of a match. I mean, that shows you the the progression. Right. So, so one other on both, thing, but...
1: Yeah, so the other thing, going back to kind of the match you know this is a brand new match for them so one kind of good thing was this was a ton of new people to run and gun you know most of these people other than the ohio kentucky guys and the match directors had never done a running gun before like it was was funny to watch just like stand around at the start finish to see people like did you see what that guy was using it looked like he was wearing a backpack and then he popped off the things and his rifle was right there it's like and then he was wearing like a, he was, he had like a belt and but he had mag like, just the way they were describing yeah. stuff, it's kind of yeah. neat to see. And like I said, yeah, the guy absolutely. that had never shot a shotgun was a guy, at least one guy that had never shot three hundred yards before. And so you know like those kind of things, that it's now they've hopefully got the bug. We talked about a lot of other matches there, so hopefully there you see them, you see the Wisconsin contingent.
0: Uh, and, and I, I would say that that's the case because, um, and I don't know if I've mentioned it before, I'm one of the admins on the, the, so it's all, if you're on Facebook, RNG discussions is kind of the place, the, the, the Facebook group to come to. There's a lot of talk that people announce matches there. If you've got questions on gear, on training, I mean, everything from physical fitness, lifting, running, swimming, um, you know, pistol, rifle—it's all talked about on there. Don't, don't come on there and ask what the best shoe for running gun is. That's like the what's the best shotgun and three gun. Like, there are 600 threads in there where people are asking about shoe advice. Just, just do a search and. But um that—that's I see a lot. I, I bring that up because since that match, I have seen a ton of people, and to get in running gun discussion, just we're, we're trying to keep the bots out. We're trying to keep trolls out. We're trying to keep uh, the FBI or whoever wants to the ATF that wants to try to snoop on gun. I, I don't know, but there's questions that you have to answer to get in. I mean, like I said, it's mostly just to get the bots and stuff like that, that they're trying to infiltrate groups and then spam it. Um, but one of it's like, have you shot a running gun or something like that? And a ton of them recently in the last like since that match and a little bit leading up to it, were are all well, I'm going to be shooting the Badger Trekker or I, I shot the Badger Trekker and I want to learn about more. And so I've been seeing a lot of people that either were going to that match or went to that match now joining the discussion group to kind of get in, weigh in and see about more matches. And um, so that's it's I mean, it's grown. That's, that's awesome. That's a new kind of a new part of the country. Mm -hmm, east or west of the mississippi the south has a ton you get down in texas you get into oklahoma there's running guns all over the place east of the mississippi it's it's kind of caught on you know the east coast the kind of midwest of ohio and uh well kentucky and tennessee and the carolinas and west virginia and i guess ohio i'm the only one running anything run and gun related. But there's a lot of shooters from Ohio that go to these. And Missouri's got their little spot of them. But but that's that's nice to get a new, get a new place in there. So, uh, for you, any uh, learning takeaways? Um, well, actually, first, I forgot this. Uh, anything you would change about the match? Like, maybe what was your favorite thing about the match? And was there anything? And we're not trying to, you know shit on a, the mds or the match or anything but like was there something you really liked or was there something maybe next time you go ah they could do this different it may be better
1: um i liked almost i'd say i liked all the shooting like the shooting challenges were right like i said before they felt like what i expect when i think of a run and gun so that i enjoyed and obviously i shot well so that always makes you feel like it was better um i like that a lot if i would improve anything the you know, like I said, the elk didn't do anything for me. If they could have done, you know, one more shotgun thing. And you could have shot a shotgun in the woods at something, you know, like something like that would have been better for me, or throw an axe, you know, something. What about
0: chopping down a tree? Could they have had a bunch of trees you chop down? Uh, jack on. Maybe. <laughs> uh
1: yeah, so that would be the only thing I changed there. But you know, they did what they could with the, the range they had, and so I think that was fine. Like Another thing they could have done instead of that that would have been shotgun would be like use their one of their trap throwers and shoot a clay in the air. Like, okay, you know, that's something Um, just something that's
0: shot down a tree with a shotgun.
1: I mean, there's that, too. There's that's always good or breach a door. You know, that's always fun.
0: uh, uh, Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, breach a door and then go in and grab some intel. That'll help you later on in the match. Right. There you go. Good. I'm throwing out some ideas for Trekker, 2024. (laughs) Yeah. So. All right. For yourself, um, any goals? You know, anything you learn, goals, takeaway, any anything like that. So you you personally.
1: One. So fitness is always a goal. Um, Shooting. Wise, it went pretty well. Though the thinking about gaming and not gaming so much, gaming, you know, like some of those things I said was I was thinking be fast and they weren't necessarily fast. So, kind of really trying to think more clearly before I start a stage. Uh, gear wise, I kind of fell into some peer pressure that I'm usually better about. Uh, one thing was it was super hot. And, you know, only half of the course you had any shade on. And so I carried way more water than I've ever carried for a run and gun. And I use the same amount that I always use. And so I always usually use about a pint or half a liter per 5K is usually my rule. And that's about how much I use. I did use ice for the first time in my Camelback. And that was kind of nice. Um and also, yeah, yeah,
0: cold water and not warm water is like a big mental boost, especially late in a race,
1: right? So, I like that, and I also succumbed to the pressure on carrying more ammo. Um, I had an ammo loadout planned, and then, of course, in the walkthrough at the beginning, they're like, Well, there's guys out there running out of ammo, and so it's tough out there. I was like, all right i'll throw in the extra mags and didn't need them you know would have been just fine with what i had but those things both of those are really not make or break you know the an extra half a liter of water or even a liter of water is only like two pounds a loaded p mag is like a pound a loaded glock mag is like a pound you know like if four pounds is breaking your match you know,
0: like yeah like you're, maybe. yeah you're fitting it like you, you the, that four pounds didn't take you from like tenth from the bottom to like tenth from the top
1: right like exactly. you know
0: like you you probably it probably didn't change a single position if we're being honest unless right. you were like that close you know within a minute of someone pro- right. probably not
1: so you know maybe I'm the other way i should look at it is like don't you know don't be so concerned about those things you know you were okay on the other end like carrying extra water and carry because at the same time i'm like i like to be streamlined i want to only carry what i need and you don't know what you need until you're out there you know it would have been worse to be high speed casualty.
0: low drag that's that's right. what that's what i think of <laughs> when i think of mark
1: you know it had been it would have been worse to be a heat casualty out there you know like you pass out or something and then it shuts down the range for everybody so, I guess it's better in that sense,
0: yeah, uh, i've I've never I've ended with a lot of extra ammo and a lot of extra water and never regretted it because I've run out of water out there. And even though it's like I'm not gonna get dehydrated, I've just sucked down the mental like your mouth gets dry and you're just like, mentally, it's not great for your match. I'd rather just i I'm, I'm sucking on water the whole match. The whole time I'm out there, even if it's only a little bit, you know, maybe I'm only using a liter, but just that mental of staying hydrated, and keeping your mm-hmm. mouth from going dry is like, that's, I, that's huge for me. I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but.
1: Right. We've talked yeah. about that before. Just being able to, just to rinse out your mouth and spit, even if you're not swallowing it, you know, or yeah, if you uh,
0: Put it on the lens of your glasses because they're covered in mud.
1: Right. <laughs> you the, know, the other if you're doing any sort of nutrition, like goo or um, gummies or things like that, you gotta have water to wash all that stuff down. So, oh, goo, yeah, goop, I
0: love goo packs for, in a match, but goo packs with no. Yeah. That does that, that, Yeah, it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like cake frosting all in your teeth yeah. and everywhere. It's
0: like... Well, I and I get the chocolate one, so I, I mean I like it, but yeah, it is. It's like eating icing and. Yeah, you, you're you need something with it. So, well, we'll wrap this up. Um, it, it sounds like a great match. It sounds like they knocked it out of the park for their first try. Um,
1: yeah, maybe match I'll make it out did last. A year. Great job, ROs did a great job. Ever, I was happy with everything. Uh, yeah, big shout out to all those guys, especially the ROs match directors. Everything went great. Oh, the food too. They had some guy out there cooking, and he. That was I wasn't even hungry. I was done running. I was like, <laughs> just support this guy, and it was the burger I had was amazing, and so everyone was happy with the food too. Uh,
0: awesome, so. yeah, that's great. I, I Legion just had food. I think more matches. I something I've started doing with my running gun, and it's a local sprinter or whatever. But I, you're sitting out there all day. Now bigger matches do have some like like Legion's got some vendors and stuff like that, but give people something to do. I started doing a, I set up a side match last time, uh, a local uh, company, um, RNG tactics. So we'll, we'll throw them out. Cause they've been nice enough to sponsor my match and they sponsor a lot of matches in run and running guns. So, but they, they uh, gave one of their steady rest, little hand, uh, hand guard bags to the top, top shooter. One of my local gun stores donate a couple of I just had a little steel plate two and a half inch holes and then you had a two inch knockdown through behind it and you came up with pistol at like 15 yards you get two shots whoever shoots at the fastest wins so you know you got to go one for one the way the target's set up if you hit the edge it's it's not it, they it, it were offset so you weren't going to hit the through so you had to get you know two two shots in a two inch circle and i think the fastest guy who's a uspsa is a really good uspsa shooter he didn't like two two and something seconds from concealment, from appendix, which is, very like, I I thought, I thought, I was like, I did it from low ready in, like, six seconds, and that's, like, not an impressive time, but I was like, okay, just just screwing around, testing it. Someone's going to get into the threes. Like, I'm pretty positive three is very doable at that distance for, like, a good shooter. You know, maybe we'll get a little bit quicker than that if they, you know, if someone heroes or zeros it and, yeah, I don't know how many times you tried at that, but that's too, That's a good, that's good shooting. So, yeah, awesome. I talked to y'all. I was just
1: going to say thank the sponsors, too. There's a ton of sponsors, a uh, lot of companies that have supported Run and Gun from the beginning. Uh, I'd say thank you to Krieger Barrels. I picked up one of their barrels on the prize table. So, yeah, a lot of great sponsors, too. So,
0: yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I talked to Kevin uh, a little bit at Legion. We were kind of sharing some drinks and stuff after the whole match was over, and he he seemed to think it, it went really well. And more of these but running guns, a great sport. I, I still love shooting three gun. You know, most of the time I'm running a three gun match. There's that's a great sport too. USPSA is a great sport. I'm not. We we need them all, but running guns just it's in general it's it's generally such a practical sport that it really I mean, I like three-gun because it tests three guns, a lot of different skills. You got to be able to shoot rifle a little further. You got to be fast up close. You got to be able to shoot pistol in a lot of different situations, close, far. Shotgun, you may have to shoot slugs. You may have to shoot bird shots. Sometimes you're shooting buck. Like, I like to be a well-rounded shooter. I'm not the best pistol shooter. I'm not the best rifle shooter. I like to try to be as well-rounded so that I can pick up anything. You know, I don't want to be the guy that's like, if you give me my open gun and this specific gun that I've been shooting for ten years and the same load, I can crush souls, like awesome for them. I think that's great. but but then, if you give them a Glock seventeen or you give them a shotgun and it's just like they have, you know, they maybe still be a pretty good shooter, but they're just they're they don't have that skill anymore because it's like it's it's a very narrow skill set where it's like, you know, give me a a Glock 17 and an SKS and like, I'm probably going to do fairly, fairly well on it. Just, just because I've got the chance to shoot all of this different stuff. So. All right. Any, any closing remarks from you before we shut this down, Mark? No, it was a great match.
1: Had a ton of fun.
0: Awesome. Thanks. Thanks for coming out and talking about it. We're kind of late on a weeknight, but, uh, I'm late on weeknight. You're it's not too late for you yet, but, uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, try to catch us out at a range. I think we got the next big match we'll all be shooting is Zombie out in Missouri. There are there are still spots available for zombie. So I if you are wanting to do a team running gun match, it's a really great one. And I like I said I'm pretty positive there's still spots available. You should you should sign up and, and head out there and, and tell us you saw the show and say hi. So have a good one.